0: And uh, co hosting, you know, all of the Yo, podcasts <laughs> with my lovely co host, <laughs> Cat. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Keep it forever. Don't change it. All right. So, are we ready for this? You know, we, we
1: have a lot of
0: exciting creative It's going to be a
1: bumpy road.
0: Oh, yeah. All right, guys. So, welcome, welcome. It is our very first episode, and it is over... La Llorona.
1: <laughs> I hope you guys are ready to hear about... La <laughs> Llorona. You know, because all of this is going to be about... La Llorona.
0: Uh, I feel like, as Hispanics, or like us, as us being traumatized into this, it's only right for our first episode to be over La Llorona. You know what I mean? Well, like, can I- you please
1: shut up your phone? We're trying to be professional. <laughs> it was my laptop. You unfortunate <laughs> swine. I really hope an ad doesn't pop up on my screen. <laughs> I-, I really hope, you know, all of our close friends listen because
0: to me, this is like a really, um, it's kind of like a subject or like a theme that I've always enjoyed, you know, all things spooky, true crime.
1: Kat and I have actually been talking about starting a podcast for a while so um that's what we should talk about a little bit on like this first podcast just so they can know like what came out of it like what inspired us like yeah because we have been talking about starting a podcast for a really long time yeah like I would say this is one of the things that we both love doing we love talking and we love spooky (laughs) stuff so (laughs) we (laughs) love talking <laughs> we just went like 10 minutes just purely yeah. laughing at nothing this is like cut 2000 so you know it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's so fine. all
0: fine right. yeah like Kat and I have been like working or just kind of like if, it's always just kind of like been an idea but it's never been like something that we're like hey we're actually gonna stick to it but um quarantivities brought us here <laughs> And I just, I feel like, you know, what better time to start a podcast with my best friend who I miss a lot and who graduated early, you know, okay. no, no shade there. We're totally over it. It happened like a year ago. I'm fine. We're all fine. We're recovered.
1: I went to therapy it. happened. For it. it happened. Seven it's fine. Ago. It's not like I cuss at her or anything, you know? we're totally fine. It's not like I'm being told by my work husband that I'm no longer his work wife. Yeah, Sam. We left him. We're talking to you. It's fine. It's fine.
0: I'm so over it. I'm so over, over it. Now. i just Everything. Everything. Alright, alright. Yeah, but um, episode one's gonna be over La Llorona and I I feel like as kids, everyone has at least heard this story once. You know, and I... Um, I at least I haven't encountered anyone who has not heard of La Llorona you know like or Hispanic wise I haven't heard of someone who has not heard the story of La Llorona mm-hmm. you know like whether it's like your parents trying to get you to do something or it's like you tell it to your kids or like your nieces and nephews you know cause
1: or your grandparents tell and... it to you when you're going to Mexico and he's just trying to scare the shit out of you that's fine it's fine Hey, <laughs> it's, it's not trauma. We're over. It. It's
0: fine. We're over. It. We went to therapy for it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my thoughts jar. It's fine.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm doing that little coping mechanism <laughs> dance. Oh, the little <laughs> dance <down's> like. hmm. <laughs> All
0: right, so um, I'm gonna kind of give like a background of her and stuff because um, I found like a lot of really interesting st- um origin. Mm-hmm. stories about her and I feel like a lot of these um I definitely went with like one of the ones that I had heard I yep. already told you how I heard of La Llorona for for what I feel was my first time so I'm gonna let everybody know how I heard the story once mm-hmm. I get to like the oranges part but right now I'm just gonna kind of like give like a brief description of her so let's
1: mm-hmm. get into sorry I was trying to do a little dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. <laughs> <laughs> cue cue music alright, so um, you know, La Llorona is just Spanish for weeping um, woman uh, she's thought to have been a part of Hispanic culture in the southwest since the days of the conquistadores her appearance um, a lot of or at least from like the forums where I got the information from and I, I want to take time to like credit people, you know, Kat and I were actually just talking about this, uh, giving giving credit back to like the people where we kind of like got our layout for like our research because I think it's really important on, you know, letting those people, like let others know like, hey, this person actually has like, or at least what we feel like credible information on this and stuff like that. So um, I actually got this from Legends of America. And it's just www.ladiesofamerica.com, and I just literally googled La Llorona, and this is what I got. Another source that I went to was historytoday.com, and it was for the the whaling woman. So that's that's gonna go more into play when I go into like the 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 different origin stories that I found, and I mm-hmm. really think you're gonna enjoy this. So, all right. Back to her appearance. Um, So, her appearance, or at least like what they reported, was that she's reported to be tall, thin, and beautiful black long hair, you know, inches. Like, she got her inches. (laughs) Inches. And so, um, she's also known or seen to have been wearing a white gown, Mm -hmm. you know, antes muerta que sencilla, if I do say so myself and so she's often reported roaming near rivers and creeks wailing into the night and searching for children to drag oh my god so it says no one has a solid story on why she roams now but it is thought from tells that the spirit is of a doomed mother who drowned her children and now Mm -hmm. spends eternity searching for them in rivers and lakes so definitely do not move near a river a lake or a creek Looks suspiciously at my backyard. Like I said, she's often reported roaming near rivers and creeks, wailing into the night, searching for children to drag. And I already mm-hmm. spoke about, like, you know, her being mainly around rivers, lakes, creeks, stuff like that. Um, so, um, the history. So, these are just kind of, like, things that are thought to be facts. Like, I couldn't really find... And this is a really good question that Rosa um, brought up to me because we were talking on the phone like sometime last week, and um, mm-hmm. she was like, "If your first episode is going to be, you know, over that Yorona, is she a real person? Like, can I ask you that?"
1: Oh my God! And that like, actually, uh huh, I you I, I, I. I feel like she is a, a real person. Because, right, like, right. based on the, on the research that I did, like, mm-hmm. the guy that she marries from the tale is supposed to be Hernan Cortes. Like, back mm-hmm. in the, like, Spaniards versions. And she's oh, supposed yeah. to be this woman known as Maria. Uh-huh. And, like... Kat, you're about... Wow. Wow. And, like... <laughs> they came too early. Uh,
0: you know, I-, I feel like this is, like... <sighs> I, I, it's a lot of neglect from her part yeah yeah it's a lot of neglect you know but... alright so um so this is just kind of like the key points that I found in the origin stories mm-hmm. so the origin stories that are like the key points that I found are that just one day so she she had two boys
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, or let me rephrase that I'm just gonna say children because in some it's a boy and a girl uh, That's the story that I remember. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I remember the origin stories. And so, um, or at least the ones I'm referring to today. And so basically, she had two children. And they were they were drowned or killed near a river or in their river. Mm-hmm. So the crime is either believed or thought to be neglect or infanticide. You know, I, I just feel like this this history already is kind of making her seem like, oh, she neglected her two kids, you know, um, just to go have fun. Which, that might be the case. Like I said, (laughs) I'm reading too much into it. So (laughs) don't say too much because you're about to be
1: blown out of the park with the information I have for you. But like... You know, he's supposed to be Hernán Cortés and she's supposed to be like, uh the woman named Maria, like, Mm -hmm. that's how they they quoted her, and I don't know if that's her real name, but she is believed to be, like, La Maliche, Uh which was the mistress of the Conquistador, so, like, Uh it's just just a bunch of, like, stuff that kind of opens your mind to, like, maybe it is more than just a myth, or, like, a legend that was told to scare you, and it's actually, you know, because I'm very, you know, aware of, like, the fact that we cannot be the only things in this world. Of course. Like, there has to be ghosts, there has to be aliens, there has to be, you know, like, things other than us. Like, we are not the greatest species by far. Of course. Like... I feel that. So, definitely do think that... She was, like, an actual person. She was an actual person, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just her ghost. And, like, you know how ghosts have this, like, sort of thing where, like, um, if... If they died with a pending thing, they lived their whole life trying to complete the pending that they have in their life yeah, so that yeah. they can cross over. I feel like she's very much, like, hmm. still trying to find her children. Basically. And, like, that is her thing. Like, she, until she finds her children, she'll be able to rest cool. in peace. Cool. But the thing is, like, how can she find her children? What if her children don't want to be found? Okay. Like, that's the only thing, like, I... Um, yeah. I'm really skeptical about because mm-hmm. like we all know the story of it like or or, or at least like all of us know like we, yeah, our yeah, specific like the, version of it yeah yeah but even in in the variation of the version that you were told like it still falls along the same lines like true, she true. murdered her children or yeah. she possibly neglected them to the point where they were killed mm-hmm. so it's kind of like 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 between all why, the stories we found like commonalities
0: similarities you know stuff like that to where like the key points—that's what every story
1: has. Yeah, so it's kind of like if—if if I were her children, I don't feel like I would want to be found by the course, my potential yeah. killer. Yeah, like like yeah. Even like, if I it mean, is your she, mom.
0: Like, I mean, she is your mom, you know. But it's like, like let's then, say yeah. it was like a story, or, or like th- this will be like Morin's origin. So I think we should save this part for origins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But okay. you know, um just the history or this is what is thought to like actually give her an actual like identity. Like her being an actual human. So this is just kind of like the history. So she's believed to be christened under the name of Maria. (laughs) (laughs) Original. This says, born to a peasant family in a humble village. Her startling beauty was said to capture rich and poor men of the area. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's rumored that in her days, She'd spent them in her humble surroundings, but the evening she would wear her best white gown and thrill the men who admired her in the local, like, fandangos, like, the bars and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it says young men were known to wait for her evening arrival, and she reveled in the attention that she received, but her two sons made it difficult for her to spend her evenings out, and she left them alone often to go out. Las bendiciones, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, when I first heard of La Girona, what I think was the first time I heard of her. So, I was at my aunt's house, and it was basically, like, my cousins and I, they were, I want to say at least, like, I think the youngest one was, like, or the one next to me was two years older than I was. So, you know, they were, they were somewhat older than me, but, like, not by a great difference, you know? So, like, we could still, like, play and hang out together, you know? Like, we still did all that kind of stuff. So, um... We were doing like little forts in the house, and I think one of my cousins pissed off my aunt. And we lived near a river, and it's actually like the the little festival park that we have here back home. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I remember this so clearly. um, We were playing the forts, and <laughs> he pissed off my aunt somehow. And Miguel was like, "Oh, why is he like, You don't know. You don't know. like. God, God, I gotta hear about this lady." I was like, Llorona, like, I've never heard about her, you know, and so, <laughs> and so, um, I was like, oh, okay, you know, sure, who's La Llorona, <laughs> and so, um, so basically she told us that, um, there was once a lady, and she was, like, of Indian descent, you know, I don't know India and, sorry guys, um, I might switch between Spanish and English, but I'll usually come back and like say what it means in English for like all my non-Spanish speakers um usually what she said was that if I remember correctly it was like a an indigenous woman and she she was like very poor you know and mm-hmm. humble and like her parents were like they were in a lot of depth and stuff like that and it, her family was just kind of like they couldn't sustain themselves so um this very like wealthy man came through her village for some reason he came through the village and saw her and it was like basically like love at first sight uh, because you know Maria okay, La Yoa it was thought to be very beautiful and um, you know uh, instantly the guy was like in love with her so he proposed you know he proposed to marry her and an ex- basically kind of like an arranged marriage not really. Um, he he wanted to marry her and also he promised to pay off all of her family's debts mm-hmm. so her family was like sure like like we're into it you know <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> Mario was like I'm down if you're down and so <laughs> <laughs> make his pockets hurt and so um <laughs> and so uh, you know so Maria, like the very wealthy guy, um, ended up getting married, and they actually had two kids. And I heard that, or the story, this story I heard that it was two boys. So they ended up having two boys, and they were around like the same age, or you know, not much of an age difference. I would say like more or less a year. And um, Maria started feeling like feeling neglected from her husband, and so she she would notice that, like her husband would only like come home like seven days in a week he would come home like maybe two or three times a week and i mean you know of course like she starts to see like her marriage is falling apart her husband's not the same man she fell in love with like he's completely changed you know and so she realized that he truly was only just coming for the kids and so um she started to kind of like build rage or kind of like um anger towards your children because it's like a resentment you know i think resentment is the word um because of course you know like you love your husband but it's like fuck you know he's not visiting you anymore he's not not stopping you know he's not really paying attention to you so you know she's like okay well he only wants me for the kids that's it that's the only reason we're together and so she said to like go home and like, or no, she was like searching for her kids, you know, day, that day and that night. And um, next thing you know, she like, her husband comes back home and he's like, Maria, where are the kids? You know, like I miss my sons. Like, I want to talk to my sons. I want to see them. And he, she's like, oh, well, I killed them. And he's like, you, you surprise, <laughs> surprise, <laughs> I killed them.
1: <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so that uh, is such an awkward opening where are the kids <laughs> I killed them oh I killed nice. one.
0: <laughs> so one day that she was um out in the river like she was pissed off and like her husband actually had not come home to see her that week and she's like well he's gonna come home sooner or later because he wants the kids mm-hmm. so she goes in this mad rage you know and she actually drowns the kids in the creek or in the river mm-hmm And, um, she she was in such a rage that whenever it finally, like, cleared out, like, she finally realized what she had done. So she's like, oh my god, like, I killed my kids, like, you know. You know, um, Maria actually thought, like, her husband had been, like, unfaithful, and that's why he was, like, being, you know, kind of, like, distant with her, but Mm -hmm. she, I mean, she had already killed the kids, there's no taking it back, and she had already searched, like, tons of time for the kids, she couldn't find them anymore, like, they were dead and gone. And so, her husband builds up, like, of course, her resentment. He was like, I'm leaving. So he left her.
1: He's like, peace
0: out. So now she's, like, sad, because it's like, she killed her kids, you know, and quote-unquote an accident. And now her husband left her, so she's, like, a a recently divorced woman, and just, like, no kids, no husband. Two things she loved the most. And so she goes back to the same river, and she actually outs herself, like, she, she commits suicide. And, um this is more of like a religious take to it I feel like because my aunt, I don't know if my I can't remember if my aunt was like pretty religious um, back then but um mm-hmm. she was like yeah and then Maria went up to heaven and then God was like
1: uh, uh, you like, killed your children
0: <laughs> she went up to heaven she's like and God's like hello no. and then <laughs> she's like hey God what's good like <laughs> you wanna let me in and uh, Maria's like, "Hey, um, I'm here. What's good? You got a space for me?" he and, got a space
1: for, me. And, some
0: space. <laughs> he wants some space. No. And so Maria goes up to heaven, and she meets with God. You know, who's like, "You got to meet him before." Um, I think that you're judged before you get into like the actual gates of heaven. And and yeah. so, um, he's like, "Oh well, your your life was pretty humble, you know, but." There's only one thing. You
1: killed your kids.
0: Uh, <laughs> where are your kids? And she starts crying. Like, you know. You know, like, a little kid when they realize they did something really fucked up.
1: And I so
0: like, no, my God, Don't tell my mom. And so... My mom. Mom. So, uh, she's like, oh, about that. Um, I accidentally killed him. And he's like, accidentally? Well, I, I saw show. you and you <laughs> had, like, a rage over your husband, so... This is what i'm gonna do for you i can't accept you into heaven because of this very bad thing you did so i'm gonna i'm gonna do something for you um you will only be accepted into heaven when you bring me your kids so you gotta go find them and she's like but i found them like she's like, i found them i can't find them like i've already looked for them she's like and then god's like no you will not okay. enter the gates of heaven until you find your kids and when you do find them, bring them to me. And and y'all will, you know, you as a family will be, like, entered into heaven. So she's like, okay, cool. So she she's thrown back into, like, the common, you know, the common world. And so... Earth. Um, the Earth. <laughs> and so... It's, like, um, brought back to, down to Earth. And, of course, you know, she, she returns as a spirit. Mm-hmm. And, um she's crying like she she's wailing because it's like fuck like my kids are dead like i'm not admitted back into heaven because i need to bring back my kids and then all of us would be like a step into the gates of heaven and like you know like we're gonna be like i need to find them so this entire time people like hear her and see her in the creek or in like in the lake or whatever and the Mm -hmm. the river and then they're like do y'all hear that and it's this woman wailing and she's like she she literally screams I mis hijos which is like oh my children or like mm-hmm.
1: donde están
0: mis hijos it's like where are my kids oh I'm getting chills just telling you this Sorry. um reason being because I feel like I heard her once and I and I caught her on my Snapchat I don't have the video on my phone but I do have it on my laptop I, d- I didn't look for it though I'm gonna try to post it with the uh. I'm gonna try to post it with like the rest of the Instagram can club. we curse oh yeah, yeah I- I've already said that fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, you know she she's heard to like be like oh me see and like apparently, mm-hmm. her, her like, cry, echoes, mm-hmm. and the only reason I know this is because from the stories that my mom has told me, she she's like she echoes and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. She's like it is something so chilling that you. You literally wish to be anywhere but there and I'm like I I mean yeah I I do not want to be here (laughs) so (laughs) I definitely do not want to be there so that's that's the origin story that I heard now I'm gonna get back or like into the other ones that I found on these I thought okay and so um that's one of the origin stories so that's Mm -hmm. like my I guess my quote-unquote personal uh, origin story so, this is another one that I that I found. So, she was a, a woman full of life and love who married a wealthy man who lavished her with gifts and attention. Mm-hmm. He had two sons and he began to change. So, changes included humanizing, alcoholism, you know, drinking, partying, all the above, you know? Mm-hmm. Not saying all of that makes you a bad person, just saying this is what she considered a bad person. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and leaving her for months at a time so this just kind of like hints back to like my story or like the one that I heard that he actually loved her like periods of time um, mm-hmm. and you know like would just kind of just go without speaking or seeing him. so yeah he-, he seemed to not care about her anymore he often spoke about leaving her to marry a woman of his own wealthy class so this has a lot to do with like just kind of like how like back then or this personifies her a lot more I feel like because you know i feel like back then social class mattered a lot Mm -hmm. so it's like definitely yeah so i feel like this has a lot to do this does give her like a true identity or somewhat close to a true identity so then it says when he would return home it was only to visit the boys which made Mm -hmm. maria grow resentment towards her sons hinting back to one of the main points of my story Mm -hmm. Then it says, one evening as Maria was strolling with the boys on a shady pathway near the river, her husband came by in a carriage with an elegant lady beside him. So apparently he spoke to the boys but not Maria. Hmm. The shade and there is no trees. He's
1: like, who's Maria? (laughs) Who's Maria?
0: And then drove the carriage down the road without looking back. So he was like, we don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) So then Maria went on a terrible rage. (laughs) <laughs> and I put quote don't blame her, quote. <laughs> <laughs> she got the boys and threw them into the river. Oh what if they, they don't know how to swim? Let's see as I have a friend who doesn't know how to
1: swim. Shut up.
0: She might help said this podcast. No, Shut could.
1: up. <laughs> and so I um... I know how to doggy paddle. I would get by. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so as they disappeared in the downstream chat. <laughs> oh my god so as they disappeared downstream she realized what she had done and she tried to run to the bank to save them but it was far too late okay. uh, she broke down into unconsolable grief running down how to the late stream. was it you know I don't think she had a watch on her she asked was google was it like 7
1: o'clock or like 8 o'clock
0: <laughs> she asked google and google was like trying to get her a later time Alex was on vacation. Did she? Did you read the constellations? <laughs> you know what? I think that's the used. Was that's
1: literally <laughs> how people used to tell time back then. That I think that's fucking cool. Like you looking know, at the constellations. Yeah. But, like,
0: no, I I know somebody... the sun placement. Oh, I know somebody who can tell time by the time by the sun placement. I'm like you're the epitome the of bad bitch.
1: <laughs> We <laughs> can tell time by time. <laughs> oh, I, I ho- can tell I sh- time by looking I at her. I sure a clock. hope so.
0: <laughs> I sure hope it does. So, yeah. So, so go back. Back to my thing. Uh, so, you know, she runs to the village street. She's screaming. She's wailing. So, it is said that Maria mourned, Maria mourned them day and night. So, she's was- and walked along the river in her white gown, searching for her boys, hoping they'd come mm-hmm. to her. So, of course, you know, she started kind of like. taking care of herself so she grew thinner appealed taller she wasn't eating and basically Mm -hmm. looked like a walking skeleton and it is said that she died on the riverbanks so yeah so so that's you know that's that's one of the ones Mm -hmm. um this third one is plays more into the um the theory of her being a what they call or what this source called it pre-hispanic Roots. So this has to do with like the, the Aztecs and you know conquistadors and stuff like that. So I'm I'm gonna uh. I'm gonna go into depth with that. Th- that's why I didn't really want you to go into depth with yours uh, yet, because yeah, um, this is just kind of like a one of the ones that I found. So uh this third theory plays into the the theory that <laughs> plays into the thing that she was a banshee type woman, a woman. Sorry. And, um... Irish Irish mythology has the banshee as a type of fairy who would keen or wail with grief to mark a person's impending death. I don't think I've heard that. I... I I, I don't (laughs) think that I've heard of La Llorona impending death, you know? (laughs) I've heard of her, like, snatching, basically, like, your child. And, And... by snatching your child, it could be like physically taking or their soul.
1: See, and that's like not what I heard. I heard that she was also capable of like killing people. Oh, she's that's so why it's <laughs> a true messy queen. <laughs> a true We messy love. Queen. We, we stand. Love. We stand. I'm standing um, harder than ever. But yeah, but, like what I did from my research is that i actually because i i was under the same notion that like she was a child like a child napper like a kidnapper <laughs> she'd just take children let's, but let's i also but i do also child. remember my my mom telling it to my older brother and my brother wasn't like a child like he was like a, a like a teenager mm-hmm. by the time my mom told me the story because yeah. like I heard it when I was, like, a little child from my grandpa, but, you know, like, your grandpa's just always trying to scare you and shit. At of least course. mine was. <laughs> <laughs> which I loved it. Which I loved it. Not gonna lie, I heard a lot of crazy stories from my grandpa. Uh-huh. But, um, when I heard it from my mom, uh, she told it to us, and basically she would say it to my brother, so that my brother wouldn't go out at night, because my brother was, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> a little messy. <laughs> a, little, a, little messy. a little A little disobedient You know when it came to the time of like Trying to come in by like nightfall So uh, my mom would be like oh The Llorona's the gonna take you away And like my brother never believed any of that shit uh, And like He was very much He was very much like um, He is a believer Of like spirits yeah. and all that And you know that everything has a life And you know after life yeah you have another life it's like your second life yeah. um he's an avatar <laughs> you are really But I don't know he was he was never really faced by it I guess his like will of trying to go do the bad thing which just, was like crazy. hang out with his friends at a later time I feel was like just really preventing him from brother, actually being scared
0: I feel like your brother <laughs> and my mom <laughs> would make a great team cuz <laughs> my mom is Juan Qin like she does not fear a single thing. And I, I'm i like, how am I your child? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mom is like, she's so strong and she's like, like the one day that I fucked with or I was mean to my dog because like, I scratched on the door. or It wasn't my dog. It was my husband's dog. I scratched back on the door, you know, making sound and someone knocked on the door and I know that for a fact that a dog cannot knock on the door like a 400 pound man but you know it, it it was a very heavy knock and my mom made me open the door and pray
1: <laughs> your, mom, your mom was like take her first <laughs>
0: Lord take her ass first because I'm ready
1: <laughs> no but uh, going back to the thing uh-huh. where uh, we got way off the track but um, going back to the thing form that, like, um, she is meant to kill people, like, bad parents, in, in a way, and, like, bad children, she's meant to, like, kidnap them, or scare them into being obedient. Oh, okay. So, like, she does- I think that's
0: where we can agree with both of our stories, you know, because- Yeah. Definitely, like, after hearing, like, Llorona mainly snatches kids- Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think I want to do anything <laughs> bad in my life again. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this is just um, going back to like what people think she is, mm-hmm. or like what she symbolizes and stuff like that. You know, I-, I guess I guess this could play into the theory that it it does mark a person's impending death. You know, theory number three that is. <sighs> because it's like you heard it as she actually impending someone's death
1: Mm -hmm.
0: whereas I would impend more to like I feel theory
1: number one because it's like it's just trying to scare you straight yeah you know like the TV show (laughs) yeah but actually it actually does a good job (laughs) yeah yeah,
0: like theory number two is basically just kind of like this is what happened and this is what she's doing and this is where she appears and given those circumstances you know like this is how, you know, what can happen from that. So, I feel like my story kind of goes more with theory number two. I feel like your story could potentially go with theory number three, but mm-hmm. I, I will give you time, you know, to give us uh, your take because uh, you are going to be specializing in like the, the personal yes. scenario So, you know, <laughs> I'm really excited to hear those two. So okay. back back to the <laughs> <laughs> theory three. Um, so this just. Is- goes back to what i said before that it is speculated for her to have pre-hispanic roots so like i said p- by pre-hispanic they mean like conquistador time aztec you know stuff like that this is what i thought was pretty cool all right mm-hmm. so it says thought to be one of the the ten omens foretelling the conquest of mexico and has been linked to the Az- to aztec goddesses so I personally have not heard the ten omens of foretelling the conquest of Mexico. But being that the word omen is in there, mm-hmm. I think we should add it to our list of things that we want to talk about, potentially. Okay. Alright, so um, I, I'm i gonna go into three of the Aztec goddesses that she's been linked to mm-hmm. or that. They, they think that is the origin of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. So they think that they're like, oh, well, this Aztec goddess has come back in the story of Maria and she's the one wrecking havoc and like havoc and like doing this and that so alright so the first um the first Aztec goddess or one of the first ones that she was linked to um mm-hmm. it's Chua-catu- uh, also pronounced I think snake Woman or translated into snake woman So, uh, by the way, I will be uploading pictures of these said goddesses on our Instagram account. Uh, it's at A-O-T-A-Pod. Literally the word, the P-O-D. That's what it is.
1: I hate you so much.
0: Um, so, every time, uh, we drop an episode, I- I wanna upload pictures relating to, like, the- the story we're doing or like the theme we're sticking to for that for that week and um just a reminder that episodes are gonna be done weekly as well so tune in for that okay so um going back into like this aztec goddess so she is said to believe a, to be a savage beast and an evil omen uh is said to appear in white and would walk at night weeping and wailing okay so that that hints back, or that touches back to like the main key of her of La Yorona, you know, the weeping woman. Okay,
1: <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> excuse me. So then it says um, it's the names also stand, or she's also known as the Omen of the War. So she can be linked to the six to ten omens reported in the codex. This is the Florentine Codex. So this is just like an encyclopedic work of the now. Nahua peoples of Mexico and it's set to be completed in the 16th century. So, um, that's pretty much all I found on her. Next, the next Aztec goddess we have is pronounced Kodikwe. That's exactly one of the ones that I did research on That's crazy. (laughs) See, I I told you we were going to have some similarities, you know. This is why I was really excited for us to kind of like not, not know each other's, like, stories, Mm -hmm. but, you know, just kind of, like, find our similarities or, like, kind of, like, what we found the most, you know? Yeah. So, Guatliquai, um, was the mother of Bortli, which is the Asking God of War. Mm -hmm. Um, This was really rude, this description that they did of her. She is said to be very ugly and very dirty. Her face was black from filth and she looked to be something straight out of hell. Okay. Ouch. That <laughs> hurt it. <laughs> Who hurt him? <laughs> so it says uh, she waits for her son to return from to her from war and weeps and mourns him when he's gone or while he's gone. Uh, This one was found in the Codex by Dominican friar Diego Durán. Alright, so now the third goddess is Chalchilique. So this one links to the the story, or to be the origin of La Llorona, um, through the key points of water and infanticide. So this is also in the Florentine Codex, and the reason they link her is because she was the goddess of waters, and was the elder sister of the rain god mm-hmm. balok so it is it was said that she drowned people and overtoned overturned boats uh, usually ceremonies honoring her involve sacrificing children yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um so Tuchelikla was just linked to her, to her because just you know infanticide and uh water um it's very grim how they how their own moms or like family members or like people would just take the victims you know to her and the more they cried it's just wow so I actually found like some links or like some origin stories mm-hmm. from like countries like even like Europe or like in Europe you know mm-hmm. so um so there was like linked to be a white woman <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> of the Germanic
0: <laughs> or Slavic tradition the Lorelei. And the banshee so this just goes back to like the banshee story that i had you know as one of the origins i think it was no, oh, this yeah i think it was number three yeah it was so this just plays back into kind of like origin story number three that i had and um the trope of the barbarian girl who kills her children after being betrayed by her lover and discarded discarded for a woman higher status or more appropriate race also has roots in greek tradition and this is actually the legend of Medea and jason so see it it's crazy how like before before we started this or at least for me before we started this episode Mm -hmm. i thought it was more so just kind of like a latino thing or like a latin culture thing But, Mm -hmm. the more I looked, the more I saw that like other cultures had it too, just in more senses that like, that made more, or I guess like, it's tied to them a little more, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I thought that was pretty neat too. So I'm just gonna kind of like wrap up, like, Origins. So her restless restless spirit began to appear walking on the banks of the Santa Fe River, and this is more of like um, a closer to home approach. So this is just kind of like some of the appearances that she's had. I thought these would be kind of like fun facts or not facts, but like fun little things. Um, She's been like, or alleged, walking like on the Santa Fe River when darkness fell. She's seen walking along the riverbank and crying for her children. And since she was always weeping, she became known as La Llorona. You know, children are warned not to go out at dark. (laughs) <laughs> that's your brother, <laughs> that's your brother. <laughs> you don't have my snatch them throwing them to their deaths in the flowing waters oh shit oh man my brother said I don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah. so then um so mainly appearances have been reported uh along many rivers of the entire southwest and religion has become part of hispanic culture everywhere thankfully but now as we learn like it's also also part of like some parts of europe you know like stuff like that um, it is said that those who don't treat their families well will see her and she will teach them a lesson
1: dun, dun, dun. No, 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 no. yeah that's
0: a lesson <laughs> I don't want to learn
1: me as hell yeah you said that she sacrificed children as mm-hmm. like part of people, people sacrifice children for her
0: oh wowzers oh my god I forgot this this thing that I wrote down so it says victims were often brought from their mothers, and the more the children cried, the more successful the sacrifice was thought to have been. Oh, wow.
1: that um, is why. Uh, imagine it, just we don't in, fuck with that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really hope Chichilique is not is not like you, because I, I don't know how I feel about my mom sacrificing me to. She's like today. She's
1: like today. We're gonna sacrifice you, and you need to cry to make it worth (laughs) it.
0: Uh, I just, you know, hearing this and hearing, hearing how they actually personified her through like the goddess, the Greek, the Aztec goddesses. I think that was pretty, like, to me that that personified her. Mm -hmm. I don't know
1: why, but I feel like the reason it did is because. Definitely I mean, gives her a lot of, like, yeah. sense of person. Exactly. I and mean, it, it doesn't make her so much of a myth. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like,
0: even, like, the Banshee story, you know? hmm Of, like, oh, yeah, you know, well, Banshee, and then, like, husband married her, then left her for a wealthier woman, stuff like that. So it's, like, definitely personified her a lot more for me, and also... Her actually believed to be christened under the name of Maria.
1: That's what kind of got me too. It's your middle name, Maria. Almost, all, almost all my tias are named Maria, so it's kind of funny. How'd you know?
0: <laughs> I was named
1: after La Novela Maria Mercedes. Ah! He's kind of faint or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cat. So, what do you have for me? Okay, so um, you know. Tying back to everything you said, I actually found Um a section of a book. Looking just So it's called La Llorona, a Southwestern Legend for Groups or Grumps or G-U-R-P-S. <laughs> Don't know how to say that. By Grammy Davis. And basically he says that there's like three legends of like how you know La Llorona. And basically you can either hear from her as the girl named Maria that fell in love with the handsome ranchero and you know like she drowned her children in the river Mm -hmm. or you can know her as the woman who was poor and basically married into a wealthy family Mm -hmm. but then his parents found out that you know he had married out of their social class so basically they banned him from seeing her but they were very much in love Um, so he promised he would come back and see her but after not coming back and seeing her, and actually getting engaged to another woman, which was of his social class, she kind of like went crazy and drowned yeah. her children because there were. It's like if you have something that's a constant reminder uh-huh. of like the betrayal or of the of love course. that you shared. I can see why she would do it. I just don't right. agree. Like, like we're not with it. we're not justifying
0: like her crime. The, But we we understand the
1: rage though. Yeah. Okay. And the third the the third (laughs) the third version is that she was a very beautiful woman, and she had actually had kids uh, out of Mm wetlock. So um, she was attractive. She was young. Premarital sex. (laughs) Yes, I know. So (laughs) God um, forbid. (laughs) she was very attractive she was very young so she wanted to experience her life so she would constantly leave her children at home to go to dances and you know lure rich men because she was young she was beautiful and she didn't feel like her kids needed to hold her back honestly so um, that story the third version is that she left them at home and they accidentally drowned by themselves and when she came back you know she she tried to look for them and cried along the rivers basically just looking all over the place but the one that i heard which is a lot similar to the one that you heard is that um uh, she was from a very low family yeah. she was poor and her parents were in debt. so um her parents basically said like hey like we should think about getting you married off, and she of was like, oh, but "You know, like I'm not really into that, or, you know, stuff like that." Kind of like an. Um.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. My bad. Kind of like she wanted to be an independent woman. hmm So, um, there is a day where she's like out on the field, and a man, a very handsome man and very rich man, sees her, and he instantly falls in love with her. And, you know, she is the vision of beauty. She has of course. long hair. She is, you know. She has beautiful skin, mm-hmm. like that. That is how I remember it being told. Like it, I, she is very, she is thought to be a very luring and attractive woman. So he falls in love instantly firsthand, and he goes and he tries to, you know, ask her for marriage. She says no, but her parents say yes. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Her parents and, were you know, like Ugh, her chicken And sits. you know how like... things work. <laughs> wow, <laughs> things... that sucks how things were back then so like if your parents told you that you had to marry someone basically you had to marry them it was yeah. not whether you had much choice in your yeah. marriage or not especially So, I um, like
0: clearing out the family depth you know especially back yeah. then that meant a lot so he,
1: he, he did say he would you know clear their depth and everything so <laughs> he did end up marrying her he was in love with her at first but after you know she kind of like faded Like, after she gave birth to the children, he kind of, like, realized, like, oh, like, why am I married to her? Like, what does she really have that I want? Because I don't really remember if it talked about it, but I'm... To my belief is, like, there's a lot of changes that go through your body when you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, you're not going to be the same person you were (laughs) when you first entered it. So, I'm thinking... Her husband saw her, like, after... Like, after she gave birth, and just, like... He didn't see her as the same beauty that she was, yeah. even though she was very much still beautiful. Um, Damn, that sucks. So, you know, she kind of grew a little bit of hatred towards her children because obviously. Because C- her children. If, if you're very vain to the point where, like, your appearance, everything. She's going to blame you, her children. You are her- going to blame your children. Yeah, like, yeah. So. Holy she, crap. I didn't even think about that. She, She blamed her children, and you know her husband. You know he was being a bad boy. You know he was, he was getting it because he wasn't getting it at home. And um, so it I do remember very vividly that um she was walking along the field with her children, and it was like close to a riverbank, and um she does see her husband in a carriage with another woman and this woman is said <clears throat> to be like beautiful and yeah. she's wealthy and she's wearing like jewels and everything and i don't know about you but if i'm over here in my worst clothes with my children and i see my husband with a really wealthy woman yeah. i'm gonna get a little anchored. now i do think it was like a moment of rage to where she grabs her children and mm-hmm. throws them mm-hmm And then, you know, once that moment is passed, she realizes what she did. Yeah. So I guess that is what happened Mm -hmm. in the particular, like, version that I remember is, like, she was very angered at the moment. So she grabs her children, she throws them in the riverbank, and, you know, her husband didn't even see her. Like, Uh he didn't see her, but she saw him. And then once she realizes, like, you know, fuck, what have I done? And it is said in, like the version that I remember that the river was was particularly super like bad that day so the riptide was really hard so the kids couldn't even swim it out of like couldn't swim out of it Mm -hmm. so when she realized that her kids couldn't swim out of it she did try to go in Mm -hmm. but when she realized that if she went in she also wasn't gonna get out she just kind of followed them along the river oh okay Okay, okay, okay. And they ended up disappearing. Oh. And so she cried, my children, my children. And, and that was chi- like, the, the thing of, like,
0: my story yeah. where, like, God was like, well, you better go find your kids, you know, before, like... Yeah.
1: So then uh-huh. she does ultimately get inside the river once, like, you know, the rapids die down and everything. Yeah. Where I'm ge- I'm guessing, like, it was just... It was just... Like, warm oh, just... world waters or whatever, or, like... Yeah. 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 So, um, the water was really bad, so... She- after it dies down, she tries to go inside and actually try to find them, but, you know, it's already too late. Of course. By that time, her children have obviously drowned it, so... Mm -hmm. That that is the version that I remember. Mm -hmm. From a book. I don't know where I read the book, Yeah. but I know I read it in my Spanish class. I just don't know if it was, like, Mm -hmm. in my middle school Spanish class or in my high school Spanish class, but it was just, Mm -hmm. like... It was a book. It was a, yeah, it was like a bunch of mini stories, you know, mm-hmm. just to get you like the tale, I'm and like it, it was that. a tale of like you yeah. So definitely, yeah, guys. You know. Um, if y'all
0: if y'all have read this story before and like y'all know the actual title of it, let us know because it's like <laughs>
1: please uh, let me know.
0: I remember like last night because I, I call Cat all the time. Right now we haven't called <laughs> Alyssa because like you know she's actually a way to um. Visiting like family and friends, like the valley area, and we miss her. We miss her though. Park. We do we miss park. her. P.O.P. home the damn. And so, um, <laughs> <laughs> pimp down. Pimp down. Yeah. And so, um you know, I used to call them like before and after work and all that stuff. And I actually got home like <laughs> after midnight yesterday, you know, because that's the time I got off of work. And I'm like, hey, cat, like, you know, we gonna start recording tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then Be she ready. tries to tell me all these stories about La Llorona, like, at freaking midnight. And I'm like, cat, what the hell,
1: <laughs> man? It's not cool. What the fuck is up, Kyle? Fun fact, didn't go to sleep yeah. until 5.30 in the morning because I did feel like she was watching. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> i um there. So, um, going back to, like, I remember you asked this earlier in the podcast um, if you feel like she is a true person, and I really do believe she's tied to La Meniche, which is like back oh, into bro. the yes. yes, back into the Hernan yeah. Cortes like area conquistador like time, you know, mm-hmm. like the, 15, the early 1500s on this website. So um, this is from the same book, you know. Yeah. So um, it is written by. Grim Davis, he says Laminiche, also known as Malina or Malina, Malinani, Manilani, or Donna Dona Doña Marina, was one of twenty women given by given to Cortes by the people of Tabasco in fifteen nineteen. she served the conquistador as a translator and advisor, eventually becoming his mistress and bearing his first son, whom she named Martin. She spoke Bayan as well as the Aztec language. And uh, now I'm gonna butcher it now, 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 Nahual. and help Cortes from local form local alliances and help and head off potential rebellions. Cortes is reported to have said that after God, Doña Marina was the main reason for his success in Mexico, contemporary. Aztec records almost never depict Cortes with her by his side, and they sometimes show her alone, apparently acting on her own initiative and authority. Unlike Disney's Pocahontas, though, Doña Marina did not help, did not keep her European part of uh,
0: Cortes.
1: Part, yeah, uh, paramour. Cortes abandoned her to marry a good Spanish lady. And while it is not recorded that she killed her children, some sources claim she died in 19. 19- uh, in 1529, other sources hint that she did not suffer her abandonment meekly. In later, fich- in later fiction, she it, she lived on as a vengeful resistance leader and even as a vampire, which I thought was pretty yeah. funny. So, so, so for
0: this story, you actually have a timeline.
1: Yeah, I know it was crazy. Oh, like okay. when I found when I found the book, I was like, oh my god! Like it's nice. Like you can definitely see he did his like yeah. research. You know went a lot mm-hmm. more in depth than I ever did but yeah. I'm really glad I found his like <laughs> undergrad um, research, what's good? I, re- I really am glad I found his book or mm-hmm. it, it might be an article don't really know I'm saying it's a book but it could be an article. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah this is what he talks about and I thought it was really cool and I just wanted to share it. That, um, no,
0: dude, that's that's pretty neat because like um, <laughs> I- I'm so sorry. Um, I just keep sticking to this, but I mean, I just think you know it's very interesting. But um, actually, like one of the things that I left off in like the thing about like the um, it being linked to like European origins too. Yep. Um, it also says about La Malinche and Cortez mm-hmm. and stuff like that.
1: So, so you definitely see like it could have yeah. been based by someone like. Huh. Like I'm, I'm always saying like myths and legends and you know ghost stories always have a basic of like yeah. who started them they can sometimes take relevance of like what's, what went on mm-hmm. previously so I'm guessing that's what they did like you know a lot of people could have been like oh you know what Let, like, let's portray this woman as an unstable woman even though yeah. it is clearly seen that she was very very like authoritative and she was very helpful But it could just be people that were trying to tear her down. True. That's it. So um There is another (laughs) there is another thing. (laughs) Messy um, legends. Right though. We should
0: have a segment (laughs) called Messy Legends.
1: (laughs) So, um on this website, atlasobscura.com, I did Mm -hmm. find an article written by um check. By Weenie Lee. It's called how Mexico's most, soror- most sorrowful spirit became a cultural phenomenon. Phen- phenomenon. Oh my God. Phenomenon. And <laughs> Anonymity. <laughs> it's anonymity.
0: You want some cinnamon? <laughs>
1: So this article basically goes into the talk of like the Yorona actually being an Aztec goddess whose weeping was an omen that predicted the Spanish arrival and ensuing, and ensuing slaughter of indigenous groups and a grieved deity who continues to weep to this day. But actually, which I thought was the main point of this article, which I thought was really interesting and I did not know, was in Xochimilco, a section of Mexico City that's called the Venice of Mexico, during an open-air theoretical spectacle that bears her name, La Llorona is portrayed as a warrior woman who kills herself and her baby to avoid leaving her land and people swearing vengeance against the Spaniards. Yeah. And I just thought that was like... (sighs) But it finally gives her a little bit of, like, realism, you know, kind of, of picturing her as, like, a powerful woman, which I think she is a very powerful woman. And I think she was very much, whatever it may be, d- drove by her emotions. But I feel like if you're hurt enough, you're gonna obviously let your emotions get the best of you. So I just yeah. thought that was, like, a really nice piece that I surely... Did not know, and mm-hmm. um, just thought I would share. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I think most. I just think it's like really interesting how like. <laughs> and um, the whole act of her like being um uh, like, being in social media and like her having like a. Just something honoring her, yeah. And her being known as to like kill men like I, I don't know. I just I, I think that's really, feminism I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I I think it really shows and it gives a little bit more of a sense of like deeper meaning to her anger that she felt when yeah. her husband left her. I guess like hence being
0: her like F men. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah.
1: So okay.
0: not saying I that just, men suck. <laughs> Yeah, Not just say her. it's
1: really cool.
0: <laughs> it it she just it's just she's being personified.
1: That's yeah. all we think. Um, okay. So I so... hear you have
0: experiences for us. Don't I?
1: <laughs> Yes. But before I do wanna touch a little bit on like the the very other things that I found on her. Okay. Just um like differing basically different virgins versions and virgins oh, <laughs> oh. Different, virgins. <laughs> different versions that i didn't even know oh, apparently shit, different, different people have heard it differently apparently um i think this one is the most well known is that sometimes she kidnaps children i think that oh, is God. very much well known in the mexican community oh yeah it's just like you know so in Mexico's parents use this version Of the tale to keep their children From running around at night and getting into trouble The story goes that <laughs> if a child is caught By the ghost She'll ask them for forgiveness And then drown them in the closest body of water Which I thought was Mercy, crazy. Sorry, you didn't go down. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was crazy Because like Definitely Not the best form <laughs> Of making hey, your child hey, away um... <laughs> I mean we turned out pretty fine <laughs> but it's fine. So I mean, another- not drowned in the river, fine. But like, but <laughs> <laughs> well, we're fine. We're fine. Everything's uh, fine. Another one is that
0: one of us mur- has a degree, so I think that's pretty good. Pretty uh, good.
1: Yes. Doesn't know what to do with it. Ugh. <laughs> oh, that's a different story oh. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, she, mur- uh, she murdered her children in a jealous rage in northwestern Arizona the story goes that La Llorona was ri- oh uh, before I even start this is actually an article it's called mm-hmm. The Lowdown on the Legend of La Llorona by Jacob, Sel- Jacob Shelton and I thought mm-hmm. you know he gave me some stories I didn't even know about so mm-hmm. definitely credits to him and kudos to him for finding this so it goes in the northern west in northern western Arizona the story goes that La Llorona was originally a woman named Launa who lived in King Min Canyon with her husband and two children. Sadly, she felt that her husband was playing too much attention to her daughters, which is another version that I didn't know about, and became increasingly jealous. In a fit of jealous rage, she pushed her girls over the edge of the ca- of the canyon, plunging them to their deaths. After oh. the loss of her children, Luna's husband was so grief stricken and distrusting of her that he I left. <laughs> kind of... You know, Relatable yeah. would react the same.
0: <laughs> I'm scared for him. Like, if she did this to her kids...
1: <laughs> right, imagine <then? laughs> what's coming for you, buddy. She oh, became so dispo-, so dispo So dispondent that she threw herself off the edge of the canyon to join her children. From thereafter, she was condemned to wander the canyon for eternity alone and wailing with grief. Legend has it that her cries of despair can be heard echoing among the canyon walls and that her ghostly apparition can be seen floating above the canyon between the hours of midnight and 3 a.m.
0: 3 a.m. The witching out. <laughs>
1: um, this is another one that I really didn't know about. Some say oh. that her husband killed her children.
0: We're usually awake at 3 I know, right? worry. Right. Ah! <laughs> oh <up>. my god. <laughs> I don't want to see her. <laughs> I don't want to see her either. Alright, continue, continue. My
1: bad. Some say her husband killed your children. This is one that I didn't know. In some versions of the story, Llorona wasn't the one to kill her children. We were able
0: to, like, find stories that... or And the funny thing, or... Must I just say? Like, we didn't know our stories had such great similarities. Yeah. You know, and I feel like it just, it's really cool how it can be, like, dated all the way back to, like, Aztec times.
1: hmm I because think I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah. I think it's really cool that exactly. um, it kind of allows the the fact that it's, like, such a great Gnome legend, just give it a little bit more realism. Because, I mean certainly when I was a kid I believed in it but mainly because I was scared not because I thought it was actually something real just because I thought it was scared like I was like I don't want my have to take me fuck like, <laughs> that shit but you know <laughs> when, I, when I hear about her and I'm like oh like she was a true lady like this could actually be as about as real as like ghost yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it just gives it a really a a sense of realism, and I, I really do love it. <laughs> One tale tell tells of a poor woman and her husband who start having children but cannot afford to feed them. The hospital solution is to drown the children. No way, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. After oh, giving birth to their fifth child, La Llorona follows her husband to the river to. S- to-
0: to that the river where she sees him like throw the children newborn children. in the
1: water desperate to save her child she jumps in after the baby and drowns therefore she returns to the river bed nightly wailing and w- wailing and weeping for the loss of her children i think this gives her a little bit more sense of like she was a very caring mother
0: uh-huh. and i
1: think that's not being told in a lot of stories <laughs> right though oh, another oh, man. version
0: <laughs> she did niece. <tell> <laughs> These munchkins off a cliff like fly fly bird. These folks ain't loyal. (laughs) No, they ain't. (laughs) The kids.
1: Another version. (laughs) Another version is her heart was broken after her husband cheated on her. Another version of the Yorona story is that she and her husband had a couple of children and lived happily as a family. However, once they had two sons, her husband began. Having affairs with other women, distraught over his infidelity, she threw her children into the river. However, once she realized that she had drowned and killed them, the gravity of her actions struck her. In her despair, she refused to leave the bank of the river or eat. She grew thinner and gaunt until she looked like a walking skeleton and eventually died on the river banks. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> yes. I
0: was in ninth grade, and. I really liked or loved the sky or whatever, and he broke up with me with text on my way home. Mm. And I cried. (laughs) I listened to When It Rains by (laughs) Paramore the entire time. My little emo heart couldn't take it, so I didn't eat for like a week and a half.
1: Oh no, that is skinny legend because I was crying.
0: (laughs) I literally the next day. I woke up like Yorona like coming
1: into this conversation like did you die entered, on the riverbanks <laughs>
0: Yorona has entered the chat
1: she's like but did you die on the riverbank
0: <laughs> but did you die no. on the riverbanks though did you go up to heaven and be rejected by God himself
1: I don't know. so
0: sit down <laughs> go <laughs> and so um, yeah I, I think this is how I relate to La Yorona you know. I too I hate you so much so I almost eating.
1: threw my drink
0: <laughs> All right, continue. Sorry, so, I-, I just thought I looked. Legit- <laughs> grief <laughs> that grief stricken. does things to a human. So I, I grief- don't know if I should picture on that. <laughs> 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 oh goodness. Oh
1: my God, I'm I'm an embarrassment. All right, continue, please. <laughs> <laughs> grief stricken for eternity, she remains at the river, weeping and wailing for her lost children. So weeping you know. Wailing, weeping and wailing, weeping and wailing. Uh, there's another thing that she can just walk into your house. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> no,
0: this is this is exactly like the Sims that you don't like walking <laughs> into my freaking pet house. First of all, the only <laughs> one to have a key is my wife. Yes. Oh, okay. This is my third Sim life. You know, my vampire. <laughs> your third. One. My vampire was like married to this girl named uh, Bella Goff, you know, we all know her. The famous Bella
1: all sim, All Simmers know Bella All Goff.
0: Simmers know Bella Goff. She's, you know, she's common. And so, um, her children just kept walking into my house. <laughs> my penthouse, must I say. <laughs> which I have a basketball cord in. Broke, we don't know her.
1: And so, um, <laughs> The basketball court in the middle of the fucking, um... Okay. Penthouse? no I, i'm just saying okay it's not my bone <laughs> to pick with you it's my bone to pick with ea builds they suck <laughs> they're the worst i love them oh my i love you know the all basketball. the all, all the simmers that i watch I the best always the bitch and complain I, and bitch and complain is very strong wording by the way but they always like you know talk shit Talk shit is a dislike strongly The dis- Simmer community. <laughs> the Simmer community strongly dislikes EA boats. You know what? Cause they are not the best. well <laughs> They're not
0: I bought the man,
1: the the penthouse, so. Well, you also had a bunch of money and we won't talk about it. Why or how you got have
0: that money? Mother thought, load. But- <laughs> That's that is in my sim's past. We yeah, we don't sorry. judge her for that. Anywho. Uh oh, yeah, so did, back, back to the uh, story. <laughs> Bella's kids tried to like keep going into my penthouse and I was like, Bella, this can't happen. You know, I don't want you your kids. Like <laughs> you left your husband, you left your kids. That was the deal. Oh one. my god. And so <laughs> and so um Bella was like <laughs> considered me or like giving her kids a key to the penthouse Mm -hmm. and i was like okay but they're only allowed in one room
1: (laughs) i hate you so much (laughs) the bathroom i fucking hate i knew it i knew it
0: yeah and so i have all of the doors locked for everybody
1: to continue. I'm sorry. Okay, she can just walk into your house. According oh to Teresa Finley, a writer at the hair, at the hairpin, her mother had a face-to-face encounter with the most famous ghost in the Latinx culture when hold she was on, a girl. On. Imagine.
0: Three in the morning, <laughs> you're making yourself a sandwich, trying to be s- quiet as hell, not to wake up your parents.
1: And the freaking <laughs> like, you know, Llorona. Is like on the corner, it's like, like in the what corner. You got like, there. I'll make you one too. Like, girl, like, no, no you vegetarian,
0: vegan. Like, what's your dietary restriction? Like, what? Nothing.
1: She eats air, apparently. She's skinny. I forgot. <laughs> all right, continue. Okay, it was late at night, and she was on her phone with her boyfriend when she suddenly felt a chill. First of all, she said, "All I know." No. <laughs>
0: All I know is that
1: I tried to turn around to see where the cold was coming from, but I couldn't move. I was frozen. Oh I was God. laying in bed on the phone, and I'm paralyzed. I can't move. Oh my gosh, she can't move. That's when I see her. She's in the doorway of the room, just staring at me, dressed in all white. I try to scream, but I I'm just paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just paralyzed. I love, hold on, I just
0: when I love asked how, how you're I, channeling your inner uh, storyteller but continue, I love it
1: When asked, when she knew it was La Llorona she said, I just knew
0: <laughs> I just knew it was La I just, I just knew <laughs> uh, <music.
1: laughs> She was barren She was barred from heaven. One version of the story relays that after La Llorona's children drown, either she drowns them or someone else drowns them. She drowns Mm -hmm. herself in the same river where they died to join them in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When she goes to the gates of heaven, she's barred from entering until she finds the children, which starts her journey across eternity. Searching in vain for her drowned children. So, this is like, talk her-
0: about how God
1: set her up for failure. <laughs> <you know? laughs> he's like, Find your children. He's like, <laughs> your like kids. Not it. The kids are in heaven playing in the background. <laughs> the right kids there. are in heaven. They're having a blast, everything.
0: And he's like, All right, y'all gonna be quiet. My so mom's about to come up here. <laughs> I'm gonna tell her no. <laughs> All right. And then the kids are like, All right, right the- cool and then okay yeah oh my goodness (laughs) Um,
1: another another part that I didn't know is La Llorona is a part of a popular children's game in Central America (laughs) right in Central America and other parts of the world where La Llorona story is well known kids play a dark version of hide and seek where the seeker plays La Llorona and calls oh, after the hit- no. the hitter, screaming, no. "Donde están mis hijos?" No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no, no. See, this this is, is how you summon her. This, this is, is how you summon her. This is how.
0: No, this is a recipe for disaster. You know, like this isn't something I
1: I just want to like, no. No, no, no. So, this will be the last one. Is She haunts parts of the United States. Um, La Llorona doesn't just haunt Mexico. Her He's legend is alive and, so. <laughs> and well-known in most Latinx communities, including those of Santa Fe, New Mexico. According to Southwestern versions of the story, people do not treat, who don't treat their family well will be paid a visit by the wandering ghost, seen as an unwelcome harbinger har- har- of doom.
0: Yeah, if you welcome player internet with open arms, I I don't know what to tell you.
1: And this is now what I'm going di- to dive, uh, dive into, like, the, the experiences that people have had. Mm-hmm. So, this is actually mm-hmm. from the same one. Uh, he's from the same article, and his name is Epifanio Garcia. One night after he got into an argument with his parents, he and his brothers ran away from home for the night. As they rode away, the t- two boys... <laughs> two of the boys sat in the front of the wagon when the spirit, wearing a black torpedo and black net over her face, which I thought was very different because, you know, we're mostly she's known as like her She's seen being... in white. Yeah. She, yeah, she's seen in white, but in this one she was Pat, wearing a I'm black torpedo. I'm getting tupedo. chills, I'm getting chills, oh my goodness. Ta-pillo. She's wearing a black to pillow and a black net covering over her face, according to the seat, and appeared on the seat between them. Alright. <laughs> nope. I'm walking. <laughs> She was silent and continued to sit there until Epifanio <laughs> finally turned... like y'all hear some <laughs> Until Epifanio finally turned the horses around and headed back home. at which time she said, I will visit you again someday. No, when you argue won't. with your <laughs> mm-hmm. She said, I will visit you again someday when you argue with your mother. That's on period love. <laughs> that's that's it. Mama, me, I'm kissing your toes. <laughs> Mom, fuck that. I will never scream at you again. I'm sorry. So that's. I just thought um, he obviously goes into more, uh, like more thirteen terrifying facts because that's actually what the called it. What it's called, like thirteen terrifying facts about the legend of the Llorona. And you know, goes a little bit more into details. But the ones that I didn't touch, we already knew because you talked about them or I talked about them. Mm. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go into an article of Legends of America. Oh. Which basically um, gave a little bit more backstories on people actually experiencing La Llorona firsthand or thinking they experience a version of her. Uh-huh. So the article is called La Llorona, Weeping Woman of the Southwest. We are going to be giving credits to... <laughs> to- all this website's readers, you know, obviously, I...
0: Yeah, big thank you to Legends of America, because that's actually where <laughs> I got um, my, I think it was, like, my first two
1: stories, or my origin stories from there, so... Thank yeah, you, thank I you know. Thank you to the people at Legends of America. Yeah, definitely. I do not know who wrote it, but, mean you know. Oh, Kathy Weezer. Never mind. There <laughs> we Kathy go. Weiser. Kathy Weezer. Kathy Weezer. You you know what you're doing, girl. Bon, 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 bon. Um. A plus. Your name Gold Catherine, because mine's too. You get a happy face <laughs> You get the ice Okay, ice. so, ice from this was actually submitted to the website by Brian. He was I'm guessing like around 30-ish when he submitted this report mm-hmm. to them. Um It was back in October 2008, and it reads, La Yorona woke me up once when I was camping at India. Falls Rapids at the Yampa River in Colorado when I was 15. I walked it with her to a cabin, he and there was a man. With oh my God! I'm so I sorry. I walked with her to a cabin, and there was a man in the bed. All I saw was his foot. But when she yelled at me to run, I did. If I didn't smash my toe on the rock, I would have ran off the cliff into the Indian Falls Rapids. I saw her an article in the month's Mountain Gazette. Guess said it about her and looked her up on the internet. My experience was 21 years ago. This is freaking crazy. Oh my goodness. You're telling me she told him to run, but there was a man in his bed. Can we just talk about the fact that there was a man in his bed? Like, was the man trying to do something and she was like trying to save him from that? Or, like, in this case, would she be like the saving one? Yeah. Like, it just, it kind of. It kind of um, like, you know, he it, just he obviously doesn't go into much detail mm-hmm. besides what is being said. Yeah. But I thought that was freaking crazy. I was like, the same. So there was th- <laughs> he walked with her to a cabin and there was a man in the bed <laughs> and then she said run and he did and then he stubbed his toe, didn't fall and die. Like can we just talk about the bravery that Ryan just encountered and like Brian, not even Ryan. Brian just encountered and oh. okay. You know, Brian from Colorado,
0: you are one tough man. You're a tough cookie. <laughs> You're a tough cookie. Yeah, that kind of plays into the story or my mom's experience. I- I'm not gonna to go gonna. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into my mom's experience too much, um, simply because like I don't. I know she's had two, but the one about like where, La Yorona could manipulate you is that um, she said she was like my mom used to live, like, in this rancho and, mm-hmm. or ranch, and they used to, like, or her, their house is literally beside a main highway. Hence, where I, you know, present day.
1: We're overdosing. <laughs> <laughs> the little way. And so, um, <laughs> you know, if you don't live
0: by a highway, you ain't living right. And so, um, <laughs> she said that uh, she was actually, like, in a, in a very deep sleep, and she remembers feeling tired and mm-hmm. that she was, like, in between sleep and it looked kind of like, you know how, like, when you have kind of, like, flashbacks? Mm-hmm. And that she could see her aunt or her aunt, my bad. She could see her aunt, like, across her street, waving at her. Ugh, in those that. said flashbacks, flash dreams or whatever. And that, um, <laughs> just, oh, it's just a dream, you know. Fuck that shit. And she said that's it and then she remembers like waking up and her laying down by like a mesquite aunt or something like that I can't remember what's called but um my my mom's aunt went like ran towards her like she crossed the freaking street and ran towards my mom mind you had to like run across a freaking major highway and she was like, are you okay like what do you remember? do you know your name like do you know where you are? Like stuff like that. And then she was just like, Yeah, I'm fine, like, what's going on? Like, why am I outside? Like, what you do to me? She was like, No, like La Llorona was literally holding your hand. Like, oh, I'm getting chills talking about it. But like Fuck like, that shit. She's like, La Llorona like was holding your hand and you were walking hand in hand with her. Fuck that. And the thing is is like my mom, they have like a big thing, it's like a lake in her in her rancho
1: she was trying to take you and bro. she was
0: trying to take her and my mom my mom's like if my aunt wouldn't have been there i i don't think i would have made it out she's like i she's like i i don't remember anyone holding my hand she's like i just remember flashbacks of like someone waving at me she's like and it was my aunt <laughs> that. she's like and that shit. you know that was my experience i was like holy crap all right but continue
1: Okay, so this is um, called A Kansas Tale. It does not have name the name of, of the city, but it was published in August 2006. Okay. okay. So recently, okay. while working as a copy editor for a newspaper, I came across a wire story about La Llorona. That brought back memories of what happened to me when I was a student at Kansas State University in the early 1980s in Manhattan, Kansas. That led me to your website, where I read more about the legend. So, you know, <laughs> she did her research. She's like, hey, that's song sounds a little sketchy. Oh, so, one evening, I went to a mobile home that I seem to remember being near a creek or a river to all visit right. a couple of friends who were also attending K-State. K- As I walked into the door, I found them sitting on the sofa looking somewhat freaked. They explained that just moments earlier, one of the bar stools was spinning and hopping around. Oh, as, they were me- no. as they were Mexican-Americans, they wondered whether the Llorona had something to do with the incident. They explained the legend to me, as I had never heard it before. And they would invite me to stay the night in a spare bedroom, which I did. That's where you fucked up. <laughs> Bro, I, you will not see me staying in any haunted place. <laughs> Fuck that. But I am very, like, I- I've told I've told. I've talked about this with Brooke, but I am very like sensitive, mm-hmm. like spiritually sensitive. Yeah. So my TS, my TS house freaks me the fuck out because I yeah. just know something's in there, and like the house, you know, where they
0: pulled my feet. I was just telling, or where they pulled me out of the bed. Um, what the? Yeah, I I've experienced some really freaky stuff, but um, you know. But the funny thing is, I don't remember seeing anything. Anyhow, that's like a that. for a different day. But, oh, okay, um, yeah. <laughs> the house so. where they pulled me out of my bed, um, I was telling Rosa the other day that um, I, I truly felt like something really negative and really heavy in that house. And I I really hope... We're going to keep recording, you know, but it's like um, that I want to go into depth in that episode as to how I feel that people absorb and, you know, exert those types of energies. But continue.
1: Yeah. They would invite me to spend the night in a spare r- room, which I did. Later in the night, a woman appeared to me, laying next to me in bed, and asked <laughs> if I would know where her children <laughs> were. Fuck, if anyone tells me, do you know where my children are? Oh, I'd, be like, <laughs> I'd be like, you need to leave. I'd be like, the chat you know that Landra. You know that Homer Simpson meme where he just disappears into the grass? Like That'd noink. be me. It's <laughs> like, no. It's you that... <laughs> While I may have been dreaming I was half awake Then I fully awoke
0: full awake. And
1: looked <laughs> and looked up toward the doorway Just in time to see a dark figure uh, Seemingly looking at me uh, And then quickly Ducking back out the doorway nah. Right then I <laughs> Right then oh, God, that left really me Too scared me. to go check and see if it was One of my friends checking in on me Perhaps to see God. why I was talking in my sleep or something Uh huh I went back to sleep and waited until the morning to ask them if either of them looked into my room during the night. Neither of them did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so did you go in my room? And, it's not like and she, she says in the... You know, which I'm guessing it's most likely if you yeah. know, because it's, it's, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. So, to this day, I do not know whether I really did experience a supernatural visit, or if my dream and mine played tricks on me. Yeah. I-, I don't think so, baby. I think you yeah. saw them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That, or, that was my idea. Where are the thousands of thousands? Okay, so this one's uh-huh. called A uh, Bizarre Coincidence of La Llorona. Oh, this God. is actually by Tanya Apera uh-huh. of Eureka, California, and it was published in November 2005. Ooh, ooh, so... Hello, November 2005. Right, though. When I was in the seventh grade, I had a frightening dream. I saw myself standing on a dark road with the only illuminating... <gasps> Oh With my the only... god, I got chills, I got chills, because this relates to my mom's. <laughs> With the only illumination coming from a dim streetlight, the ground was wet, and in the distance, I could hear the sound of rain falling, and the tap, 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 tapping the footsteps coming toward me. Peering into the darkness, I could make out a woman, dressed in all black, in a lacy, in a dark, lacy veil, covering her face, moving toward me. Strangely, as the mysterious woman grew closer, so did the rain. When the woman looked about 15 feet in front of me, she looked over my shoulder. When I turned around to see what she was looking at, <laughs> I saw a young child dressed in white. Oh, my, I'm getting chills. Dressed in white. Oh, night, God. Dressed in a white nightgown, playing with a doll in the middle of a puddle No nope. water. Nope. <laughs> nope. When I turned back to her, she was right in front of me. Ah, uh, nope. Nope. I just keep looking back uh, because I have have a hallway and the hallway scares me right now. No, Ah! I I have
0: my closet in my (laughs) back.
1: The veil was lifted. Her eyes were abnormally wide Ah, and her face was no more than three inches away from mine. Her terrifying eyes stared into mine dead until I woke in a panic. I looked toward the window. (laughs) I looked toward the window. (laughs) It was raining as I... As you can imagine, I didn't sleep for the rest of the night. Neither would I, honestly. Yeah, I don't think I am. All right, though. The next day, I shook off the dream and thought nothing more about it until a year later. On that night, I was spending the night with my friend Veronica, who also invited another friend named Sarah. In the course of the of evening, Sarah. Sarah, who is Hispanic, began to tell us some of the legends and ghost stories of the Mexican culture. Hmm. Wow, we stand, Sarah, we stand, she's over Sarah. here, telling her friends and everything. Oh. When she began to tell the tale of La Llorona, I didn't think anything at first. Then she began to tell me of how the legend spirit travels by water, dressed in all black or white, or and is almost always seen wearing a veil. Yeah. Sarah continued by telling us that that Yorona lifts her veil only to her victims, oh, and that my in the a- <laughs> I know I keep I keep turning back because I'm, I'm I'm a little so this one freaked me out. This I'm one freaked me out. No lie. I have freaked right me though. Out <laughs> oh my god. That, that in the afterlife, she mm-hmm. was, she has chosen to help her find the bones of her lost children. Mm-hmm. She's like mm-hmm. now I constantly wonder that if in I'm my, my afterlife, don't look for me. <laughs> now I constantly wonder that if in my afterline I will be forced to find the bones of her no, children no sir no sir no
0: sir miss
1: miss god forbid miss,
0: miss Tanya miss Tanya are you there like are you that. forget that log off the chat <laughs> right now shut down your computer for me
1: please <laughs> right. so this one doesn't have um a specific person or date of publish, but it is about a person named pete sanchez so oh, okay this is actually based in texas texas so... y'all. yeah la llorona in texas as we noted above like la llorona Casey doesn't was a texan woman right uh, i'm gonna her. no this is making me scared i'm gonna <laughs> turn on the light on my little hallway because it's scary you should ah! okay as we noted above, La Llorona doesn't limit her travels to New Mexico. Seemingly, she follows Hispanic people wherever they go. <laughs> Hispanic people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! As evidenced by the story that yeah, minority Sanchez shared with us about crossing Ooh. the San Bernard River Bridge in East Bernard, Texas. East Bernard is southwest of Houston in Warranton County. Hold it in. Uh, this old county built its, its first residence around 1850 on the east side of the San Bernard River. Today, the San the Bernard east River, side, spans, the river. <laughs> spans the river. The San Bernard Bridge spans the river. Several mm. years ago, Mr. Sanchez, Mr. Sanchez was driving along in East Bernard with the radio bearing, as we do. Oh my god. <laughs> my parents are from like,
0: home to, to uh, right? school or school and back is just a huge concert. Teaching right. me, Drake, the so. baby, whoever.
1: <laughs> Mr. Sanchez was driving along in East Bennard with, with the radio bearing. As he was crossing the river bridge, he was startled as he looked to the right to see a semi-transparent oh, woman no, sitting in his no, passenger no, seat. No, no, no. In his okay. passenger okay. seat. All right. oh. Oh, Fuck no. that shit.
0: Cat, cat. No. You know what I do? And I hate that I do this. Um, I mean, you know, I-, I don't know if you do this, but, like, every time I get in my car, I check the backseat, of course, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. being a woman. So, um... <laughs> eh. Are you a woman or are you normal? And so, um... <laughs> I-, I always check the, the backseat, but there are some days where I just feel like there's something behind me. And you don't check because you're scared. Yeah, and I don't check. And my boyfriend thinks, like, I'm... <sighs> That's why I love SOT, because, like, he, he's very calm and like he, I'm always panicking over something and he you know and so I, I'm like I feel like I'm scared and I'll call him and I know he's scared too because he saw it as a scary cat and it, and I love how he, he comforts me <laughs> he's like <refrain laughs> and from then goes anything. to cry <laughs> and, and then he's like but please refrain from saying anything scary and I'm <laughs>
1: I'm scared though and you're like oh man I don't know I just I I feel like there's like a heavy presence dressed in all black the spirit's face was covered by a lazy black veil obviously frightened Sanchez hit the gas hard of course beating past the bridge and not looking back into the driver's seat it wasn't until he was past the bridge that he found the courage to look again the spirits had vanished Mr. Sanchez brutally admits that he is still freaked out today by that ghostly image when Mr. Sanchez read the story above about the Garcia brothers encountering a tall woman, appeared wearing a black torpedo and a black net over <laughs> her face, who appeared on the wagon seat between them. He obviously saw some similarities, and honestly, <laughs> I fucking believe <laughs> <laughs> you. I think fashion, we all did. If if anyone sat next to me in a car, we fighting. We well, get in a car crash. is are fighting. I'm, ta- I- I- I'm taking with me. It's just I'm fighting words. With me. <laughs> Don't play me. (laughs) This is a story of La Llorona in Mexico. And it's actually submitted by Daisy Caldenaro. So, you know. I don't know why I said (laughs) I. So, this is Daisy Caldenaro's story. Mm -hmm. Uh, My story of La La Llorona takes place in Mexico. When I was eight years old, when my abuelita, which is your grandma, told me to go to the store to buy soda. Why does grandma... Okay, th- this shit sounds like when my grandpa decided to tell me, 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 the story of La Llorona, and then send me out to go buy fucking soda. Like, hey, and then we well, have like, this a a scary story. A compre- or, a comprar- soda yeah, Grandpa, it's like dark outside. You just told me this woman takes people, and you Kids want me to go buy specifically <laughs> Hispanic children. <laughs> this was during the evening as we were getting ready to eat supper. Oh, that reminds me of my grandpa. My brother and I left for the store, and along the way, we heard wailing, but uh, didn't pay much attention right. to it. However, to as we continued on, we saw a young woman walking toward no. us. All of a sudden, my little brother started to cry, and the woman <laughs> ran toward him. Oh, she ran. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do not know she had speed on her side, bro. Acted oh, my goodness. as if she was going to get him. When we saw that she was floating instead of walking, we began to run back to our house and told our grandmother and mom what had happened. We just locked the door and started to pray to God to help us and make La Llorona go away. Yep. Because, dude, anything that ever happens to me that's, like, scary at all, I'm just, I'm like, okay. Yeah. You hit that (laughs) positive (laughs) Forward. No I'll say it, questions like, four, asked. 50 you, times, bro. You I'm... hit
0: bars. You hit those mm-hmm. Catholic bars. Like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: I'm, I'm like, stop. Stop,
0: stop. <laughs> you sound like okay. that one guy rapping that um, <laughs> Look at Me Now verse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing raps faster than, than a you at church in. Oh my god.
0: Father Nostro, okay. what speed do you want it in?
1: So, this is actually titled My Mom's Bedroom Window. Oh, nope, nope, nope. This is gonna gonna... mess with me. Alright, continue. Okay. Submitted by Brady in June 2005. Uh She is from Santa Fe, New Mexico. And she loves ghost stories and paranormal, so. Oh, same. But she is also afraid of the dark, so relatable. Oh my (laughs) gosh. We are the same person. (laughs) Okay. My mom, li- my mom lived in the same house in Santa Fe, New Mexico for almost 50 years when she was about 12 or so she and her cousin were sitting in her bedroom which was later to be mine at night in the middle of winter it had been snowing well, wow. it doesn't snow here <laughs> at one point they heard wow. a noise outside the window no, when they looked, there was a woman standing there no, dressed no, in no, all no, white no, and no, crying no, no, no. <laughs> no, first of all you're crying Outside of my window. I'm what a kind close- What bills you <laughs> paying to cry outside my property? <laughs> I'm gonna be like this. Close. <laughs> and I'm just gonna pretend like I didn't see anything. My mom and her cousin were obviously a little freaked out. And they ran out the room to tell her mom. Of course. Her parents went outside to investigate but found no footprints in the freshly fallen snow. They came back inside and told oh, her what they- gosh. What they found or whatever. Or oh, Whatever. <laughs> What they didn't, what they didn't find, or rather, what they didn't find, you know. Yeah. They came back inside and told her what they found, or rather, what they didn't find. That scared my mom even more, and she was afraid to go back in the room. <laughs> I would be too. Shit. I mean, um. <laughs> <laughs> when I was about eleven, I was sitting in my bedroom, same house my mom grew up in, by myself oh. at night in the middle of winter, and it had been snowing. I heard a noise outside my window. Again. Oh, my God. I'm afraid of the dark side so and check what to see what He's it was. He's back for I just the next left. Generation. Oh, I'm afraid of the dark side so and check what it was. I really. just left the room and did something else for a while. Huh. When I told my mom about it, she told me the story. She said it was La Llorona outside the window both of those nights. Yeah,
0: that's enough for me, Chief.
1: for And my mom told me, oh, yeah, I was haunted by La Llorona. I'd be like, why All didn't right, you sell so the house? I'm moving out. I'd be like, why didn't you sell the house? Though the house is okay. sold, huh? So this will be the last one, and it's actually from Adriana of Houston, Texas, and it's it is titled. The... Sorry, sorry, I'm obnoxious. Sorry. Christ in the night. So when I was 12 years old, oh, 1991, she gives a timeline. You know, just oh, okay, cool. My cool. parents separated, cool, cool. and my mom moved me and my brother to Monterrey, Mexico. Ooh. We're overdosing. <laughs> in the winter, all three of us would sleep in the same room because there was no central heating, only electric heaters. No so I, Adriana, I know the fucking story, bro. Like that's literally what we used to do. Oh, there we were two beds except I didn't I didn't have the luxury of two beds. I slept with my mom and my dad and my brother and my sister in the same bed. <laughs> You're a wretch. There were two beds. For my mother and brother, I slept on the floor. Damn. Hey, the floor I slept is on the floor bed. in a <laughs> right. There, I slept on the floor in a sleeping bag next to my mother's bed. Mm. One night around 2:30 in the morning, now I woke missed. up because I had been dreaming about my great grandma. Oh, she kept calling Lord. my name three times, to be exact. Just a few minutes later, I heard the scariest screams nope. coming down from the street. It nope. was horrible. Nope. 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 The, the screams continued, each time coming closer. I was, so horrified, <laughs> I was so horrified that I could not even wake my mom, who was lying next to me. I was so scared I didn't even blink. It was the most evil cry I had ever heard. Finally, it passed my house and slowly faded away. The next day, I told my mother, you know... I didn't believe in stuff like this, especially not La Llorona, after that night, I do. Oh, gosh. Fuck that. All All I'm saying is... All I'm saying is... No. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) As many of y'all know, there was a movie called La Course of La Llorona, and Patricia Velasquez actually says in one of her interviews that she encountered... La Llorona. she is Venezuelan, but she grew up in Mexico, so Ooh. you know she is Latinx queen. Yeah. <laughs> and she says that she has this basically this routine where she tries to embody the person of whatever role she's playing. So she, it's sort of like a prayer, sort of like a, hey God, help me. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to put to show omen to this character that I'm playing. So she said that she did it before going to sleep and that um, oh, God. she went to bed Of course. and in the middle of the night she heard the most horrible oh, scream oh, no. she had ever heard in her entire life and all I'm saying is... You played yourself. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right though?
0: <laughs> no one in their right mind is going to say hey, I'm going
1: to embody her spirit tonight so she goes into um because the interviewer asked her do you have any supernatural experiences while filming the movie and she says i do this exercise before i start a project where i write this almost prayer before i go to sleep that says dear inner self if it is your will please reveal the struggle of my character in my dream tonight so that i can get closer to you in this case it was my character patricia i did that and that night i got woken up by this horrible noise between a scream and a howl and a cry i had never searched I had never heard such a thing. I was so scared. I went to my daughter's room, and on my way, I hit my shoulder and hurt my knee. My daughter woke up from the noise, and she goes, Mama, I go back to her room and start cleaning the blood. I was shaking and so scared. So, I'm not saying she was there to take your children, but she said, you know, you looking for me? You found me. She said, hey, <laughs> I was told to pull up, and I pulled up. So I pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled up. <gasps> I'm up and All I right. just thought that was really cool Oh my goodness Yeah she went through that so Holy crap
0: Alright so those experiences were crazy Like I you know I felt like the ones that I Or I have read or like You know done before um, I feel like they were very like centru- Centered around My story but I really enjoyed, like, seeing that people have actually embodied her their like, dreams and stuff like that, you know? Because it kind of just gives, like, a lot more of, like, a kind of, like, a view of, like, my mom's own experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Or at least Damn, through dude. Her like, honestly, experience. your mom going through that was just...
0: Yeah, I feel like some of my mom's, not, right. like, not really phased by stuff like that. Because it's, like, she's experienced so much that it's, like, <laughs> what's next? Like, come on. Give me a heart. She said, I already been through this. Like, like yes, yeah, I, I watch all <laughs> so actually um on our instagram and our twitter we asked some of our uh, followers to send us experiences and <laughs> um, <laughs> we had one person you know lucky number one and here he is our very close friend our best friend sam wilsey um and I'm going to read you the email about his personal experience. Um, so he's like, hi, Avid Van here. Avid Van. Okay, so Sam was like, hi, Avid Van here. I'm responding to a post I saw about emailing y'all if I had any experience with the aforementioned La Llorona, explanation mark. My experience with La Llorona was when I saw the trailer for the movie that came out in 2019 called the curse of la llorona that's <laughs> it that's my only experience literally just saw the trailer never heard of her beforehand <laughs> only knew her from the movie
1: never saw the movie either and that's all i gotta say about that <laughs> he's like thank you for your time he's
0: like thank you <laughs> my, my uh drops the mic but um
1: you know i i i know
0: i felt like i just wanted to provide like people with like the opportunity to like send in their own personal experiences because i know like Mm -hmm. to like the podcast that i listen to or at least to like one of them i've emailed them and i don't really get like a reply back so it makes me feel like i'm talking too (laughs) long oh that hurt no 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 no. but like they're they're, like mainly like they're really mainstream so it's like i know it's hard to like get to, like, every single listener and listener story and stuff like that. So I, I really want to give, like, our friends and, like, the first people in, like, a little, a little just kind of, like, time for them to kind of, like, show us, like, what they've gone through and stuff like that, too. Because I know we're not the only mm-hmm. ones into spooky stuff. Like, thankfully, we have a lot of people into, like, little spooky stuff. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um Yes. Before we, we wrap this up, though, I do want to... Um, I really wanna thank everyone who has helped us um, start this show off, you know? Um, It's been something that, like, I'm really passionate about. And I know Kat, like, you know, she's also been passionate about, like, this too. And just, like, her being one of, like, my best friends, you know, I just, I thought it would be, like, a really good experience for both of us to kind of, like, have this bonding moment through a podcast, even where we're not there in person. Mm -hmm. Um, I really wanna thank Anchor for, like, allowing us the platform to like create I also want to thank Koda um, from <laughs> she's one of my twitter friends <laughs> um, so I had um, I think her name on twitter is like at snortracks snortracks something like that but um, I'll provide like a link to her twitter but she's actually the one who made the intro song for us and she did such an amazing job and I'm, I'm so like thankful for her and like how creative she was literally by me only telling her I want something spooky, mysterious, like ominous, like just something like keeps our listeners wanting more, you know, because I-, I love that. So thank you so much for like being allowing us like to display like your creativity for our podcast and you know like I'm so thankful for you. Um I'm thankful for Kat, you know. Thank you for being eh. and actually doing this. <laughs> and I-, I really hope you guys like this and um I hope our rants were too much, but definitely give us feedback, you know, try to be nice, and if not, it's okay. (laughs) I guess we'll develop tough skin for it. And, yeah, um, see y'all for episode two, which we will be hopefully releasing a week from today. And, um,
1: yeah, that's pretty much it. Tell us that our voices are nice, too. I'm just kidding. I know. (sighs) No, um, just... Thank you guys for listening in. We hope we have more spooky listeners, more spooky girls and guys, you know, to talk to, and stay spooky. Stay spooky, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay. I just wanted to talk about